there, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And a really sweet guy with a deep voice to give you a... Uh, oh, yes. Just a quick warning. Yes, the Chrissy and Heather show contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and nonsense. If you're averse to any of these ingredients, the Chrissy and Heather show may not be for you. So talk to your doctor and all your friends about this program. Let's get into it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Heather. It's 2020. 2020. Wow, I can't believe we made it to a new decade. A new decade. It's craziness. Well, over the holiday, I want to let you know, I put on my glad rags. I ankled down to my best egg. And his is McGrundy. She's a blue nose, but he really knows his onions. What are you saying? But the news was all applesauce, so I told him to go and tell it to Sweeney. The next time he tries that funny business, I'm going to give him the icy mitt. I don't know what you're talking about, and I think that it looks intentional because you're pleased. I decided that since it's the 20s now, mm-hmm. that I'm going to start using 1920s jargon. I love this. I love this. <laughs> so let's, I'm going to tell you what I said. Okay, so over the holiday, I put on my glad rags. What do you think that is? Uh, um, your best clothes. Yeah, my, I dressed up. I ankled down. Uh, buckled in. Walked. I walked, oh. yes. <laughs> okay. To my best egg. My girl's house. Well, my best egg is an egg is actually a man who lives a um, a very decadent and flamboyant wealthy lifestyle. I want to find my best yes. egg. So <laughs> I walked down Where's to my, my egg. Best egg. Send him, send him this way. It's twenty twenty now. I'm ready. But he was with his Mrs. McGrundy. With his Mrs. Grundy. Oh, he's married. Yeah. Well, <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that he's he already has to an old her. woman. He has somebody who's uptight and straight-laced. Ugh, that's the worst. That, no, yeah. let's help him. Let's that's help why our I egg said, get free. She's a blue nose. Oh, she's like a uppity one? Yeah, she's a wet blanket. There's wet no, blanket. Yeah, no fun yeah, she, around her. Um, I know some of those. I know the, I know this relationship, yeah. actually. Yeah. But he really knows his onions. I don't know what that means. He, he really knows what's up. He knows what's up. Yeah, he knows yeah. what's going on. Apparently he doesn't. He's hanging out with the blue nose or whatever she's well, called. Well, but... His news was all applesauce. Whoa. Is that sweet? Is that good? Is he? Well, like if if I tell you that, uh, if you're telling me something and I say, oh, that's applesauce. Nonsense? Yeah, that's nonsense. It's, it's okay. I don't believe it. So I told him to go tell it to Sweeney. What does that mean? That means go tell it, go find some other gullible person. Spark up a different tree. Right. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Go and Go and tell it to Sweeney. Uh, the next time he tries that funny business, I'm going to give him the icy mitt. You're going to punch him? I'm going to tell him, talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. The icy mitt. The oh, icy mitt. The icy mitt. Yeah. I kind of like that. So I went online. Um, I will put this link up in the show notes so that you guys can all learn your 1920s slang for 2020. I like that it's a little racy. Oh, they were almost all racy. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time finding things that were not related to lasciviousness life. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. So um, another term, um, banks closed. When would you say that the bank's closed? The The bank is closed? Yeah. Like what, if somebody, if there was a need for you to tell somebody bank's closed, when oh, would that be? It would be like when your kids want a bunch of stuff and you aren't. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. No. Nope. In this case, um, if somebody's putting the moves on you and you're not in the mood. Oh. Bank's closed. Bank's closed. Um, That's much dirtier. I like that much better. <laughs> I can tell no, you. I love a dirt. Like, 
I like I struggle sometimes here not to like f bomb, you know, like oh on, I love on the, on telling regular, bad jokes, you know, like ah, oh, like so this is great. Like if I can find some 1920s versions of I'm being sure like you can. step off, boy, you know, like <laughs> yeah. banks closed, homeboy. Well, that means that I you're like a bear it. cat. I think you and I are both bear cats. That's bear a cat. lively spirited woman, possibly with a fiery streak. Heck yeah, I'm a bear cat. <laughs> And I would think that you're probably also a choice bit of calico. Oh, I'm definitely a choice bit of calico. <laughs> That's a desirable woman. That's right. Um, now, if I needed to go and iron my shoes, If somebody laces, like, gave me a card that said, you are such a choice bit of calico, I'd be like, oh my God, I think I love you. I'd put that on the wall. <laughs> I'd frame that. I know. I, you're a choice bit of calico. Yeah. One of our mutual friends, I posted a photo and she called me a hot elf because I was dressed in like Christmas clothes. Okay. And, she, and I was like, I think it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> I got a compliment that I did not know whether it was a compliment or not. And then I found out that it was. Somebody told me that I looked like a snack. Mm, yeah, that's a definite compliment. That's a very like Lizzo style okay. compliment. Yeah, my friend said, that's Heather's over a, there looking that's like a, a snack. That's a 2020s. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, okay. like and I had to ask, like, And then is they that say, good? nah, baby, I'm the whole damn meal. Oh, well, yeah. I used to tell say, say that somebody <laughs> was all that in a bag of chips. So, sure, I mean, yeah. that's kind of like... That's a snack. That's a snack. Okay, so if I told you that I needed to um, go iron my shoe... I was going to go iron my shoelaces, what would I be doing? Doing something not really worth your time? Nonsense? Oh, gosh, no. Kinda? This is no? this is definitely... Um, I, don't I don't know. The opposite of nonsense. Yes, sense? This is imperative? I would be, I'd be going to the restroom. I'd be going to the bathroom. I'm going to iron, iron your shoelaces? my shoelaces. I have no idea. <laughs> What? Okay. I go iron my shoelaces. So it's a new year, maybe new you. I don't know. And um, well, every commercial on television will tell you we're about to be inundated with. After we've had a month of commercials encouraging us to let our hair hang down and mm -hmm. go crazy and live indulgently and live in the moment, now they're all going to say, "Oh no, no." Not like that anymore. Now you need a Peloton. Now you need to go on Weight Watchers. And right. <laughs> so the fun is over, y'all. But um, unless unless you are ready to like revive the 20s vibe in 2020, which I think we should make a thing. I, I have been saying the roaring 20s, mm -hmm. it's going to roar. Like, yeah. It's yeah. This is yeah. it's time. I do think time to be a little free, a little flapperish, yeah. long cigarette holders and whatnot. Well, I'm interested to see whether we see a resurgence in that in fashion. I think that yeah, we're kind of in like a, a war right now between whether we want to look like Titanic and a little forward, mm -hmm. you know, because um, Titanic was a little bit before that, but um, or whether we want to look like the 1980s right i think we haven't really quite we, landed yet we either want to look nice and sharp and refined or like total slobs yeah and there's really no there's nothing in between, between. <laughs> kind of like our picture today. yeah i was just gonna say the same thing yeah that you know just so y'all know chrissy looks adorable today and i and look like i'm about to go camping um I have been watching a lot of uh, shows, like contests on, you know, I like the British television. Uh -huh, yeah. I found one called Glow Up, and oh. these people are applying makeup. <laughs> and I don't apply makeup like that, 
I mean, they're they're like making it into art. Oh wow! And it, it's pretty. Is fascinating. that the one where they do like the three D? Yeah, they oh, do all sorts of crazy stuff. But it was kind of fun to watch. And so today, my wings on on the sides of my eyes, wings uh, for anybody who listens and doesn't know, it's like when you pull your eyeliner out a little past the corner. Um, they were crooked, and so the way that I fixed them was by making it like a three-pronged situation. I like it. <laughs> Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. I always called that cat eyes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so another thing that I did during um, the holidays, I, I watched The Polar Express for the very first time. Have you ever seen that movie? I saw it at the CMX Theater with my children a couple weeks ago. That is a weird movie. It's a weird movie. And I love the book. I've and never the, read the book. The book is very sweet. And the movie was like, hey, we got a book that's about 20 minutes long at the most, and we're going to make it into a two-hour movie. I was watching this with my little one. We were sitting um, in my parents' living room watching the Polar Express, and my husband walked in, and the expression on my face made him just burst into laughter (laughs) because he (laughs) I think I had this expression of complete confusion and also like that being in that place where there's no words for what you are yeah there's no there's no ghosts and weird stuff in the book like they made all that up extra oh really see okay that was a question that I had for listeners if if y'all are polar if it's spoiler alert whatever that movie's like 15 years old yeah, and the book have, is like since I was a child. So I'm the whatever. last person to watch this movie. I My nieces have watched it every year. I mean, like 10 years ago, my older son went to a Polar Express party at school and I had no idea what they were talking about. Um, but what I want to know is if anybody knows the significance of the man on top of the train. I could not figure out what his... I guess he's like supposed to be like the opposite of Christmas spirit. Like he's like crush dreams and realism or whatever he was creepy but yeah he was kind of creepy so it was weird there's a question i watched for the first time um miracle on 34th street (gasps) which one the old one okay i don't really understand what the fuss is about honestly i've not watched the old one but we have a tradition of watching the new one on thanksgiving maybe i will try the new one i felt like there was some interesting writing i felt like they just like all, a lot of old movies, they just jump into, like, they meet each other, they oh, look at I'll each look other, and they're just in love. Like, they're like, yeah, like, well, let's, let's like, move into a house together. <laughs> you know, like, which, I've had that happen once in my life. <laughs> I have. But I don't think that's usually how it works, you know? Mm. Well, when you watch the new version, um, then you'll have to let me know what you think about that part of the storyline because it is a it is a point of contention for my family. Yeah, because we we feel like um, it is completely unrealistic, and that well, we have our own points. I won't point. I won't tell them to you yet because I don't want to jade you. Okay, but when you watch it, take make a point to watch it over the. <sighs> All right, holiday. fine. Yeah, she's saying over the holidays because we're telling you guys it's January 1st, but we're actually in here and it's not, not Christmas yet. Shh, shh, no. shh. This is totally Whatever. authentic. All right. <laughs> I do, though, have... <laughs> Since it's January 1st, 
January 1st. That's what day it 2020. is. 2020. 2020. Um, you know, the obvious place to go is New Year's resolutions. Oh, damn it. I knew you were going to do New Year's resolutions because that's what my show was going to okay, be about. That's because it's a, it's a big topic. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know whether you... Well, okay. First of all, I'll say this. I was running with a friend this morning and we were talking about New Year's resolutions and she had a violently negative response to the idea of doing a re- of making resolutions. Yeah. And she's like... Why do you have to wait for a special day to get your life together? Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm always interested in the psychology and the history behind the things that we do. And so I did a little research into how it became a custom for us oh, to I make like resolutions. Okay, cool. Okay, Cause Cause I'm always a little different than, than where I'm going to head, so good. that's good. good. I'm really delighted about that, okay. so I don't have to make up a whole different show in no. 15 minutes and we're done with this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is our show. We can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. We can have the same topic twice in a row. Yeah, but that's kind of boring for other people, perhaps. Well, okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, so I looked up to find, you know, what what are the, the origins of making resolutions? And what I learned is that New Year's resolutions are said to have been um, first made by the ancient Babylonians 4,000 years ago. They were also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the new year. What were calendars like? Well, that's a good point because their new year began in mid-March when they planted their crops. Mm. So they had a 12-day religious festival known as Akitu. Akitu. They crowned a new king and reaffirmed their loyalty. A new king every year? That's what it says. Damn. Um... Well, it says they would they crowned a new king or reaffirmed their loyalty to the reigning king. Oh, so gotcha. if there was okay. no new king, they would reaffirm their loyalty and they made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects they had borrowed. What? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good one. Which I love that idea of people like ancient Babylonians coming to like whatever is their town center and being like, "Here's your spoon. I'm sorry I kept it so long." Right. Yeah, I love that. My dad used to keep a list of what he had loaned out. Really? Because if he didn't, then he would forget like who had it or where it went or whatever. I've definitely bought replacement books yeah. when I've loaned a book mm-hmm. out. And I'll sometimes write my name in my books before I loan them out. But I also am pretty sure I'm not going to get it back. Yeah, and I guess whenever someone opens that book, they'll think of you and think how they stole it from you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have a, I have a... A custom going on in my house right now that is not necessarily related to the new year, but it is about um, passing things back and forth. Um, I have a wonderful friend that lives across the street from me who... Is it the one who feeds your cat? She does. Her yeah. son feeds my mm-hmm. cat. And she also makes the most amazing Ethiopian food. Mm. She's from Ethiopia. And, um, well, her family is from Ethiopia. And she makes Ethiopian I was going to make the worst joke. Oh, I can't do it. It's, not, it's just too inappropriate. It's terrible. Never mind. Never mind. Was it something about a cat in eating Ethiopian food? No, it was about I didn't know there was food in Ethiopia. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The food is absolutely amazing. Well, you know, I want to know. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because before, you know, I, I've not traveled a lot outside of the United States. And, you know, I, I don't have a wide cultural knowledge. And so I have a hard time when somebody comes from a country that I have only learned a little bit about, I have a really hard time visualizing what that mm-hmm. looks like. 
And so I, when I started this friendship and I, I um, was trying to visualize, like she would tell me about the town where she was. And I just didn't have a concept because in my mind, it was all just desert and huts. Right. I just didn't know. And so I went online. I guess that's, it's not really my fault, is it? No, it's not. It's, it's a lack of. Of, a, of awareness on my part because I've never taken the time because I've never really had a reason to find out other than curiosity. But she was telling me about where she grew up and because and, she would go and visit her. Her dad lived there and her, her mom lives in the States. But um, and so I asked her, like, what's the name of your town? And and so I went online and I did Google Earth. And because mm-hmm. I wanted to see, like, what is Did it? you walk around? The yeah. Town? Yeah. Oh, that's and actually really cool. I it love was that. really, really cool because it just gave me such a more broad awareness. And I truly had I my perspective was very rural and very like primitive. Yeah. Same. And there that is there. But then there are also modern cities that and this is, that's where my friend is from who, <laughs> you know, they like seeing pictures of where they've gone and what they do. I mean, it's it's a modern city. So I was surprised by that. Well, anyway, so she makes this absolutely they have food. She delicious. Makes it. It's delicious. Oh my yeah. gosh. And she'll have Ethiopian dinners sometimes. Mm-hmm. And oh, so anyway, um, she whenever she makes lentils, not every time she makes lentils, but sometimes she makes lentils for her family. And if um, if we're home, she will bring some over to me. And then she'll bring some injera, which is like What's this. That? It's like this bread, kind mm-hmm. of. It's like a fermented bread. It's like, it seems like if you, like a pancake, kind of. Like a thin pancake, kind of like a crepe. Okay. But it's sour. Oh. And it's and you, you tear off pieces and you dip it in the lentils. What's and it called things. again? Injera. Injera. And it's really good. But And she, it's not... A novice could not make this. Like, this comes from years of practice. Perhaps she would like to educate my ignorance <laughs> <laughs> well, and make an Ethiopian spread it's that I can attend so good. Eat. Well, she brought them over, <laughs> and we have this thing where, like, she'll bring things over to me. And now I was raised as a Southerner. Mm-hmm. I have this thing in my brain that I cannot return an empty dish. Right. I yeah. cannot mm-hmm. bring you your plate back mm-hmm. unless I have put something on it as a gift. Mm-hmm. And so I have, I keep her things way too long because I've got her, her plate is sitting on my kitchen counter right now because I keep thinking I'm going to make something. I'm going to make something. I can't bring it over empty. Right. So mm-hmm. I would have, if I was an ancient Babylonian, that would be the you get day. Get your free pass. That would the be the day March to come New back Year. with the plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I took this for so long. <laughs> and here it is, and it's empty. Sorry. Yes. Oh, well, I have to put anything. something on it, mm-hmm. but I I'm not nearly as good of a cook as she is, so I don't. She's know. probably like, just bring me the plate. <laughs> <laughs> so if Babylonians kept to their words, their their gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year, and if they did not keep their word, they would fall out of God's favor. Which is not where you want it to be. So right. now, ancient Rome had a similar practice. Um, Julius Caesar uh, messed around with the calendar, and he decided January first was going to be the beginning of the new year. Um, and it had that month had special significance for Romans because um, the two-faced god whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches was named Janus. And um, oh, Janice. not Janice, like from Friends, like. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so 
he would look backwards into the previous year and forwards into the future. And so they offered sacrifices to him and made promises that they would be good. Mm. And what one thing that I just love about that is that it seems like we've always had this time of knowledge that we could do better and promising to do better in the future. Right. It seems like even 4,000 years ago, people were saying, yeah, I could do better. Right. I'm going to do better. Mm -hmm. So um, do you have any resolutions? Um. I don't have any resolutions yet for 2020. It's January 1st, 2020. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I will or not. I have in the past made Mm -hmm. resolutions. Um, I can tell you that some research that I did for the show that we don't know what's going to happen on this show now, the next show, um, I learned that about 65% of people make a resolution Mm -hmm. and about 8% of people actually complete them Mm -hmm. and that most people before february 1st are done with the resolution i'm looking forward to digging into that into the in the next episode yeah that'll be fun forward to hearing Mm -hmm. what you came up with Mm -hmm. i have one oh well okay so i have two maybe I, i probably have more i don't usually come up with them until i don't have a deadline for like i have to have ideas um, but one thing I am going to try not to do is give my nieces inappropriate Christmas gifts like I did this year. I saw your Facebook post <laughs> and it made me really excited because my younger sister might have gotten the exact same thing for my daughter. So oh my we'll get to we'll get to find out. Okay, Tell well, us about it, please. <laughs> so, you know, my nieces are both Visco girls. Mm-hmm. OK, so d- d- tell the people about yes, the Visco if you, girls. If you don't know what a Visco girl is, um, I will I will school you. Actually, what you could do is just look back at pictures of yourself in like 1993, mm-hmm. like 1990s. Yeah. Um, because they're pretty much repeating the same fashion sense that we had. But I think it's kind of like a valley girl. But they wear so you know it's a visco girl because she's wearing a big oversized sweatshirt and then short shorts. Like, and I think they have to be Lululemon. Oh, See, we, yeah, certain brands have to be. We wore yeah. umbros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, umbros were cool. Yeah, And big t-shirts. Mm-hmm. But they wear Lululemon mm-hmm. and then Birkenstocks yes. or Crocs. Mm-hmm. They have a scrunchie on their wrist. Or several. Yes. Yeah. It can they be thought, a lot. They think they invented that, but yeah. that was totally mm-hmm. us. Um, and then they have a messy bun. They have their hair mm-hmm. in a messy bun. Mm-hmm. Or a high ponytail. Or a high ponytail. Mm-hmm. And then they have a hydro flask. Yes, you got to have the hydro flask. Yeah. A hydro flask is important. And a hydro flask, I, I've had, you know, siblings and friends ask what this is. If you don't have children in this age range, they're like, why do they need a flask? Um, this is a water bottle. <laughs> hydro this is, flask. This is an expensive water bottle. It is. what we've got going on. And I have, I have a water bottle that... When I saw their hydro flasks, because my nieces got hydro flasks for their birthdays or something, mm-hmm. they were very excited. And I thought, I think I have one of those, but mine is not a hydro flask. It's like the Walmart version. Not okay. <laughs> not okay. So what you do with your hydro flask is you, you put stickers on it. Mm-hmm. And um, you can also put your stickers on your laptop. Mm-hmm. And I have stickers on my laptop. And, and so I thought I'd be the cool aunt and get them a packs of stickers to put on their hydro flasks so i have two nieces and um you know one of them opens up her stickers and they're totally child appropriate they're like cactus and watermelon and 
sunshine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe a llama, you know, whatever they're into. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then my older niece opens up her pack of stickers and <laughs> she holds one up. So we're all like beautiful Christmas scene in the living room. You know, we're opening gifts. Everybody's happy. And she holds up a sticker and it's a pink bra. And she says, is this a bra? And we're all just looking at it. And I said, um, I think it's a bathing suit top. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. And then we go through and then she finds one that is a hand um, flipping the middle finger. Yes, I saw it. Where's a cigarette mm-hmm. that says it's a metaphor. Yeah. What is, I don't we know. We never what the, figured out the I don't metaphor, know what the right? Metaphor is. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to know what a cigarette is a metaphor for. And then um, a beer bottle, like a, a, uh-huh. a bottle of a Corona. Corona. Mm-hmm. And so it just got worse and worse. So my my sister-in-law is like, let me have that. So she gives me, and then my whole family's looking at me like, Heather. There you go, Heather. <laughs> How old is the niece? Um, 12. So I was like, I just wanted to make sure everybody was paying attention. And I wanted to solidify my position of like the inappropriate and he's not afraid to go there. (laughs) And so my sister-in-law went through the stickers and she's like, I'm going to pull out the ones that are bad. So she goes through them. And then like when she's called them all out, she gives them back to my niece. She's like, "Okay, now you can have them. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I I decided maybe this year I will try to um, not give my nieces inappropriate gifts. Or my nephew, but he's only two, so. I don't see those stickers on the back of your computer, so you didn't keep them and no, decorate your No, no, my, my computer's already full of stickers from um, breweries in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also have one other resolution. It, I think I'm actually going to do this. In fact, I might do it today. Yes. Buy myself an actual alarm clock. Wow. Tell me, tell me more. Because... I've been using my phone mm, as so an annoying. alarm clock, and I start the day with media in my face because gotcha. I don't just turn off my alarm. I look to see if anybody texted me. I look my yeah. messenger, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was kind of expecting to somebody about this. And I don't know. I kind of like that you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've sent you something at like 3 a.m., and I need you to reply at like 7 when you're well, up. Well, no, when I was just saying, like, I. I was complaining about this, and then they were like, well, just get an actual alarm clock, and then you don't have that problem. And I thought, well, yeah, that, duh. So I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get myself a real alarm clock. So your resolutions are like tasks. They're not like right. ongoing, this is a thing I'm going to do for a whole year. Right. That makes them achievable, mm-hmm. which I think there's yeah. joy in that. There's good in that. I don't think I'm going to... I don't think I'm going to keep the um, gifting one. The gifting one. The giving the correct gifts. Yeah, the inappro- like not inappropriate gifts. Right. You're you're going to break that one. I think I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I am I'm going to end this show with a New Year's joke. Oh, excellent. Now, this is maybe it's a maybe it's a joke, maybe it's a cautionary tale, maybe it's advice for the new year. <laughs> you can decide for yourselves what you want it to be, but you know, it is since it is the beginning of a new year and a new decade, you know, we just wish for you the absolute best in a super fun year. And um, so I really liked when I saw this joke that says, um, I love when they drop the ball in Times Square. It's a nice reminder of what I did all year. <laughs> <laughs> we're not dropping the ball, Ba-dum, though. Ching! Yes, exactly. But we're not dropping the ball. We've got the ball and we are going to run straight 
through this year. And we hope that you run with us because we are super excited. Super. To bring back the 20s in a new way. What? I can't remember any of the things you said earlier. I would like okay, to bring one then back. You can go in. Uh, let's give see. It, I'm a calico cat. <laughs> we're gonna be. We're gonna be a choice bit of calico. Yeah. We're gonna be a bear cat. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tell the guys the bank's closed. And I don't know if we're gonna do that one. Sometimes that's not my resolution. We're definitely gonna know our onions. <laughs> and um, and we're gonna be hopefully to you guys. This show is gonna be the bee's knees. The bee's knees. Bye. Deep voice guy, how'd we do? I think you ladies did absolutely fabulous. And for those of you looking to increase your dosage, make sure to connect with The Chrissy and Heather Show on Facebook and Instagram.